Good morning, recruiters. I'm Angela Cripps, and I'm here this morning with the wonderful Laurie West. I saw Laurie a couple of weeks ago on one of Claire's webinars, and I was like, we've got to get her for a stand-up as well. It was amazing. So, Laurie, if you'd like to introduce yourself. Hi, Angela. Thank you for having me um, here. Good morning, everybody. My name is Laurie West. Um, I run a company called Business Brilliance Professional Development. So a bit about my background. Um, started life uh, launching Silicon Valley startups into Europe, loved the people development, trained to be a psychotherapist, went on to be a coach. And now what I'm doing is supporting people to apply mindfulness to enhance performance, relationships and leadership in the workplace. Fantastic. So we decided to get Laurie on. We've got uh, Claire and um We've got Claire and Alex tomorrow morning doing the normal Friday spot of mental health and well-being. But what we've noticed over the last two, three, four weeks, people are getting more and more anxious about coming back from furlough. Uh, if you've been working, you're getting further and further and further and further into it. Where It's like, when's it ever going to stop? Um, and I think we've all had a moment, if not a few, where we've gone, ah, I can't cope. This, this crisis is overwhelming, it's taken me. And my moment was Monday. Monday, I really had a bad day, Laurie. <laughs> I think we all did, I did too. I think maybe it was just in preparation for you being here today. Um, the fact is that I knew that I could talk you talk to you and uh, go through from there. So so the fact that we're in this crisis, what, what's happening to us sort of physically that, that is making it hard to cope? Well, basically, our fight or flight to freeze function is being triggered all the time. If you, I don't watch the news for that very reason, because if you do, you think the sky is falling. You know, it's a bit like, I don't know if you know the story of Chicken Little, where he runs around in circles, right? <laughs> and that that's what's happening. Um, we're um, with this whole threat of COVID. If it's not the, that threat, it's, you know, uh, terrorism or it's you know it's its head again hasn't it recently yes it has terrorism you know people rioting in the streets all sorts of things we're we're it constantly triggers our survival mechanism mm. and our survival mechanism is designed to keep us alive so it's a good thing we all need it right yeah that would help <laughs> yeah but we we need it in certain circumstances we need it when our life is really at risk the issue is human beings ha have not learned to turn it off in the way that animals have so we kind of get stuck in uh -huh. this fight or flight loop and no, that's yeah, there was something um, I was listening to. Oh, the Infinite Monkey Monkey Cage. Um, oh yes, last night, and and they were talking about this, and there was a an opportunity where someone got the chance to go and uh, spend some time with a jaguar, and they were like, "No, you can you can go up to it and everything." And he was like, "Really?" He said, "He's learned that we're not a threat to him. He knows he can kill anything. He hasn't got any predators, and therefore he's not he's not bothered by anything. He knows he can kill it." So that's exactly what it was. They've learned that, okay, if I'm top of the chain, then, then I'm not going to worry about anything. But we haven't, unfortunately. We haven't. Even even animals that are prey, like deer, for example, and you can see, let, let's say, antelope in the wild. Yeah. They go 
on alert and everything sort of focuses when they hear something that's in, that sounds dangerous. But as soon as they are clear that the danger is gone, watch their bodies. They shake it off from the top of their head, right down their spine and out their tail. Wow. So what they've done is they've just reset their entire bodies to go back into a state of relaxation. We don't do that. No, and you're right. They're so alert, aren't they? As soon as something happens, it's like, and, and everything goes yeah. to work. They're ready to run. Well, fight or yeah. flight, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm ready to fly. Yeah. 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 And um, so the good good news is you don't have to stay stuck there. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've got you on because we need to yeah. we need to talk about this. So, so we've got the the, the reaction, the fight, flight, or or freeze. Yeah. So, what's happening that makes it so hard that we can't control it? Then, well, it's about the function of our neurology. So, we have various parts of the brain. Um, two of the strongest parts of our brain are the, the reptilian brain, which is basically no fear, fear, no fear, fear. And it just switches on that fight or flight or freeze mechanism. And then we have the limbic brain, which is more what we've inherited from our mammalian cousins. Right. And that's the brain that starts to really then get quite emotional and start to work out, okay, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? these things these aspects of our brain are far faster at processing things and far stronger than the human parts of our brain which allow us to think problem solve imagine other ways of doing things because often when you are in a survival situation you've only got moments maybe even seconds to do something so the fact that our brain has evolved i'm 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 not a um, a scholar on this at all but I do I am fascinated by it mm. um, so the fact that ours has evolved and maybe the others haven't so we see ourselves as top of the food chain but actually in this sense they've got a better brain than us because it is literally just that limbic system is sort of not not interfering <laughs> it's just it's on off on off fear or no fear and then I can just carry on whereas we haven't got that we've got all that other stuff going on and all, all of the discussions going on in our head as well well and that's and that is what happens so if you get caught in the fight or flight or freeze all of the the processing all the thinking all the imagining that you will be doing um comes from this place of fear so so the idea is you want to take that fear and switch it off Okay. Now, the, Thursday's been day, isn't it? Was, I'm just sorry. I'm just sorry. <laughs> mine, mine was at quarter to nine. I was like, thank goodness for that, because the bins are fine. It's my oh. dog. He goes nuts at them because they play with him. He goes out and they play with him, and it, they can see him in these bright colours. I mean, he's bad enough anyway, but he goes really mad when when it's bin day. So I don't usually do this session. Um, on well, it's whoever's got a guest actually. So I must admit, I'm getting involved more because I I see people like you, and I'm like, I've got to talk to them more and share it with other people but it was really like, i recognize that sound they've been yes. awesome. <laughs> it's universal that sound isn't it? <laughs> it is so the likelihood is everyone else that's sitting there they've got bin day as well they've got things, <laughs> things i do apologize about no you don't need to apologize at all that's the whole point isn't it we're all in yeah. this situation and it's things like that uh that before 
I would have had a reaction to that. Okay, yeah, good. Um, and therefore, the three and a half months has got me to the point now where it's like, yeah, that's normal. We're all in that together. We've all had that science. Um, I'm sure Alex won't mind me uh, mentioning he did a BD webinar on Friday and his little children <laughs> would not oh, be right. <laughs> So we were all laughing at that guy three years ago. Yes. In South Korea. I saw him on the telly and they were they were talking to him about it. And he was like, oh, the kids are outside. Do you want to see them? Because it's three Aww. years later. And they wouldn't come in. It's yeah. typical. They <laughs> were coming in and watching around. But we're all in that situation now. Yeah, it's the yeah. kids, it's the dogs, it's the bin men. It's... For me, it's the postman because they keep banging. I have, I need a doorbell because all I've got is a knocker, and they just keep going bang, bang, bang. It's like a yes, just leave it on the porch. <laughs> I'm not going to open the door anyway. Right. So back to this. So therefore, that's that's a good example, isn't it? We we can react to that straight away, um, and we can either go ah, or we can we can deal with the crisis. So so what do we need to do to stop that sort of? Well, actually, this is this is the chip paradox isn't it that that book uh where we've just got that reaction happening and we're like ah, how do we get past that so what can we actually do as people then to uh, to try and resolve this let's give some help to the people out there well i think it firstly in the moment the thing that everyone has got is their breath mm. we've all we all breathe and when you start to, to recognize, when you're in the fight or flight or freeze, your breath starts to get more shallow. So the idea is to, if any of you have done yoga, or if not, just imagine that you're breathing in through your nose and you're filling up your stomach with air and then you breathe out through your mouth. That is, a, it's called an, an, a breath that cleans the emotional layers of our system. So it's like a bit of uh, vibrational energetic hygiene to firstly breathe. But what it also does is it starts to tell your body and your brain, oh, I don't need this fear response. And you switch from the sympathetic nervous system, which is the fight or flight or freeze nervous system, to the parasympathetic nervous system, which is the system that we operate in when we're at rest. So that's the first thing to do. Yeah, this this was a client last week that I was having a discussion with. While we were on, I had my dog. She had her dog and someone was outside and, and mine went nuts and hers didn't. And I was like, oh. she went, do you know what? A couple of months ago, he would have done exactly the same. And it's his fight or flight that there's someone outside. The dog's saying, there's a murderer. There's a murderer. They're coming to kill you. I'm going to bark and I'm going to scream. I'm going to protect you. Yeah. It was me, me going moog and shouting meant that he was like, yes, you're scared as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she was talking me through. Her friend is a dog psychologist. So if, so if anyone as well has got this scenario with their dogs, so I'm working on it. It has got better that I'm, I'm saying thank you and I'm doing it really slowly and stroking him and getting him to just breathe, <laughs> breathe moog because he has done that before. He's gone nuts so much that he's actually fallen over. And he, and he's 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 lost consciousness because he's lost he's not braved. Oh all. goodness! Yeah, he only did it once when he was little, and it was like it just went on his side. It was, it was shocking at the time, and then we worked out what had happened. So we just sort of stroked him. He was he was there, but he was unconscious because he'd lost the the breath. And that's exactly what you're saying here, isn't it? Taking it, that that breath and just letting your body realise, no, I'm okay. This isn't a fight or flight or freeze scenario. Just just stop. So that's the starting point. What else, what else could they do? Well, um, it, 
if you're in the moment, um, start asking yourself questions. Is my life really in danger? Hmm. And if it isn't, and most of the time it isn't, there are the occasions where we do experience those situations, and that's a time when the fight or flight is a perfect response. Yeah. Well, that is a crisis, so go for it. And, go for it. Yes. Okay. And Tra Tracy's on on the line. She's saying yes. The um, the chimp paradox, great book, but also Seven Eleven techniques. So I'm guessing that's is that breathe in for seven and out for eleven. Out for eleven. Yeah. So it's, it's it's more out, isn't it, than in? It's yes. that's the cleansing bit. Get 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 stuff out. It is. It's the it, you know I think breathing and things like yoga, anything that. Um, has you connect the mind and the body through the breath provides the opportunity for you to 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 exercise some emotional and psychological hygiene so we think about health we know how how important hygiene is to people yeah. remaining well physically well the same is true for us emotionally and mentally um and the breath is an awesome tool for that um if you're a coach or if you're interested in coaching, I always ask myself the, those sort of questions. What is it that I want from this situation and how can I make it happen? What that does, it starts to bring us into a state of clarity. What is it that we want to accomplish? And then we start to engage the human part of the brain, which has us start to think creatively. Oh, Oh, I hadn't thought about that. You know, you know, in those moments when you daydream. Yeah. Or you're in the shower, you're not thinking about anything, and suddenly these amazing ideas come up to the surface. Well, this this is um there's a lot of people, and actually I did a training course yesterday, which Catherine and Alan, you did a great job, obviously, because <laughs> I couldn't do the stand-up yesterday. I was actually working, but one of the gentlemen on that, I asked them, what have you done differently in these three months? And, and sort of what's been a positive that you've gained out of it? So we're trying to lift it up all the time. Yeah. And he, and he said, and he's he's a salesperson through and through, and, and, and I really wouldn't have thought this out of him. And he said, I'm going to share this. I've not told anyone. <laughs> and we were all like, oh, what's, what's he going to say? Ooh, went, yeah. I started meditating in the morning and in the evening. And he, he talked through how it helped him to be more creative it, it sort of gave him that space he said i've been more productive in the day i've been more relaxed he said it literally just sort of 10 15 minutes in the morning and of course everyone had lots of questions and, and one of the ladies said i can't stop my brain from just going ping 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 all the time and he's like no that's fine the key is allow it don't try and yes absolutely it. and that's where the problem comes isn't it which we're, we're still trying to fight for the fight or flight and trying to it's like i'm not meant trying to, to control it I'm not meant to be thinking anything and actually by just allowing it and said it will go run through and you sort of let it in and you let it out again and it gives you that space and i i, I was really i was surprised because of who he is but i just thought that's fantastic i'm going to start doing that well <laughs> i've been i've been meditating now well i started when i was nine really um i didn't didn't when I look back and I went, oh, my gosh, I can't believe that. But I saw a program about Tina Turner and how she she discussed that Buddhism really supported her in when she was recovering from uh, the domestic violence issues yeah. she dealt with with Ike. And I went, oh, that sounds good. And I went off to my room and tried oh, and it didn't work. But what I was missing was the connection with the breath. Uh -huh. and the, the other thing I would I would add to the meditation is to get out of your mind. 
And what I mean by that <laughs> is that this, this, this is, if you think about our bodies as Heathrow Airport, this is air traffic control tower. Okay. It's designed to be busy. It's the central processing unit where all of the information comes in and out. So you can start to work with your body to take your attention to different parts of your body. I tend to hold my, my attention here in my heart. I don't really notice the busyness there. I just go to my head when I need, need it, but I come back down and rest my attention here. And then I feel peaceful. Oh, and and you come across as so peaceful as well. That's, oh. that's the thing. We we need people like you in in the recruitment industry because we. I wouldn't say we're peaceful people. <laughs> a stressful job, though, isn't it? It is a stressful job. It's ten jobs in one if you're yeah. a 360 recruiter, um, and there is so much to remember um, and so many elements to it. That yes, it is constant. So this is why we, we we're doing stand ups like this and and sharing uh, the information that you have because. Either people are in it at the moment and they are manic or they're about to come back off a of furlough because of all yeah. the changes. And we've got lots of companies speaking to us about how do I get them back in? How yeah. do I integrate them back into the workplace? Get that mindset again. But uh, we, Alan and I did one yesterday afternoon for a company. And, yeah, people are going to be um, concerned about how's it going to work and how am I going to be and all of these things going through. So to actually... It's not a crisis, like you say. You're 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 not in danger, but your body is reacting in that way. Yes, it's it's unusual. It's different. We don't know, um, and therefore it's really difficult for it. So we've got we've got the breath. We've got the check. Am I actually in danger? So even just asking yourself that question, the brain is going to go no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go fine. That's okay then. And the chimp goes all right then. And it relaxes. Yeah. Anything? Anything else? What's the third thing that they could do? Well, if you, I would say, if you've got a persistent problem with anxiety, and for those of you who know the the chimp paradox, just to briefly mention, there's a human part of the brain, there's the chimp part of the brain, which is the one that reacts, and then there's the hippocampus, which is the place where all of our memories are stored, and that's the part of the brain that operates the quickest. And when there's a perceived threat the hippocampus will go, here you go, chimp, here are three solutions, right? And so the human bit doesn't get a chance to have a look in. Right. If, you've got a, if you've got a recurring issue, the thing to work on is clearing out the computer, the hippocampus in the brain. It's like computer viruses. Ah. It, it kind of, you know, inhibits the the proper functioning of your computer right similarly those memories and all of the emotional energy attached to those memories and the narratives and the stories will be inhibiting your ability to stay calm so if it's something that you want to look at I would say go and get someone to help you clear that bit out and then the chimp won't react because I, there won't be those programs yeah I, I just had the phrase defragging come into my head do you remember that where yes do <laughs> your computer and you could see where all things were out yep. and it would line them all up and put them in properly again defrag your brain love it yep. so yeah breathing and that keeps coming back in di different webinars so it, it obviously is so important to make a difference yes. check with yourself ask your brain am i actually in danger here so that you give yourself that permission to not have to react yeah. and get get yourself that time headspace to, to de defrag um, defrag 
to get rid of those memories that are keep firing all the time and saying what to do when actually you don't need to, to react that way. For me, that's that stimulus response, whereas something happens and you just react like that straight away. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, my, my, I had a conversation with my sister on Monday. She says, when you say something, I have this memory and it just goes bang like yeah. that. And she said, and I overreact totally and I know I'm doing it, but I can't stop it. So yeah. I might introduce you to her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy to help. Fantastic. So, Alan, yes, no, I didn't do the Heather Small voice. This, this is another web webinar. Oh, okay. Singing the What Have You Done Today to make you feel proud. But I think this is a good one. This is a good start. But I'm not doing the singing today. I get, <laughs> I get complaints about my singing. Oh. It's not that good. Fantastic. Well, thank you for your time, Laurie. It's wonderful having you. I'm going to put the link to the webinar that you did with Claire a few weeks back as well, where you get, get into more detail on there if people want to go back and have a look at that. Remember, we are moving in the gym, guys. Uh, so get your new uh, logins, get your new profiles set up. We'll be on um, the Mighty Networks for a couple more weeks, but as of this week, we're starting to transfer over. So uh, get, get yourself onto the new one to make sure that you don't miss out on webinars such as this. Thank you, Laurie. It's been fantastic. It's a pleasure. Thank you. See you. Right. See you too soon. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.